Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. What if we're doing things backwards? What if we're showing up online and creating content instead of just doing what we do best and recording it? I've mentioned this topic a handful of times before in previous episodes, but I figured today's chat would be a great way to blend all of my favorite key tips into one quick lesson for you. So what exactly is content and why is social media making it so difficult to be seen? Let me tell you this, babe. Nobody is making you do anything. You're in charge. Your business is dependent on you. You're the heartbeat of your business. Yes, it's important to keep up with technology, but the mission of sharing your business has always remained the same. In fact, the definition of business is to help solve a problem. That's it. Why are we making more problems for ourselves as business owners? We should be focusing on solving problems, showing up, and supporting and loving on our dream clients. Now, this may be a little controversial, so please just hang in here with me real quick. A little birdie once told me that the founder of Bookface has funded billions of dollars into fueling creators' funds. So basically what I'm trying to say is that these big shots that run and own our most popular social media platforms create and fund jobs for creators to help teach us how to use the platform, how to create trends, and to keep us, just us everyday business owners and creatives and entrepreneurs, on our toes for new updates and tools to flood us and trick us into spending as much time on their app as humanly possible. And not to mention, we have to pay to play. Okay, so that's a whole other lo- like layer of this. Now, this may be frustrating and leave us thinking, okay, yeah, that may be true, but my business isn't going to survive unless I'm relevant and keep up with social media. So before I begin dropping tons of content ideas for you, I just want to remind you that your best marketing tool is you, your personality, your light, your talent, your intuition, she knows it, your passion, You are the magic behind your business, and social media is simply a remarkable opportunity to share your heart. If I could give you a hug, slap in the face, warm cup of coffee, splash of cold water on your face, or even a shot of tequila right now, whatever you need to snap out of this doom and gloom of social media, I'm your girl. Legit. If you you have my number, I'm not even kidding. Text me, drop me a DM or shoot me an email. If we can meet up in person, let's do it. Maybe a voice memo is all you need to snap out of this. 
as a quote from my daddy, I just want to slap you silly and talk some sense into you. Social media is only hard if we make it hard. It can be fun. And if it's done strategically, it can connect us with new best friends around the country and most importantly, help our business grow and drive profits into our pockets, fueled by the best, most kind-hearted and fun dream clients ever. Ready to get out of this black hole of social media? Let's find the light together and crush your freaking content. Welcome to Keanu Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Going back to the definition that I never really defined for you earlier, content is simply videos, text, information, lessons, entertainment, and shareable knowledge to be published online or in the media. And that's totally my kind of slapstick definition of it. So what type of content should we be creating? Now, to be perfectly honest, I'm totally a list person. But instead of just sharing fun facts and just giving you some vague, simple action lists, I want to dig deeper into the type of people or really dream clients that we should be creating content for and targeting with our posts. If you don't understand the framework or why we're doing what we're doing. I think you'll forever be chasing trends and feeling this caption block doom forever. So let's dive into the five different types of people you should be creating content for. Once we understand the root content generator, then the actual content creation gets to be so much easier. And this is why this isn't so important. I kind of want to go off the cuff here real quick, because if I just tell you the tools, if I just share the trends with you, literally tomorrow, Instagram is going to change, right? Like things are going to change. But if we can understand the why and like the heart behind the content that we're creating, that never changes. So the apps will be changing the platforms and the programs and the websites, like all this technology is just changing every day. But I just want you to wholeheartedly have a grip on what you're putting out there and not just splashing spaghetti on your Facebook wall. Okay. (laughs) Also to mention, these are not listed in any particular order. It's just a list of must-haves for your content calendar. All right. So let's dive into number one, the Googler. Yep. I totally just made up that word, but these are the people that come across your website from a random Google search or have maybe done some homework researching hashtags. They have no idea who you are, what you offer, or what you're passionate about. They're just looking for quick answers like your location, pricing, offers, and maybe if they're even interested in learning more. The best type of content for these peeps is to create videos, reels, blogs, and posts about who you are, where you work, like where you actually offer your photography or your services, what you sell and how they can work with you. Think about your about me page, but broken down into hundreds of bite-sized pieces or short captions that you can run with with this. Okay. So these are people that have no idea who you are and they just want to know how you can help them. We should be creating content for them. Number two, dream client. This person may have been a referral, a past bridesmaid, or a recent wedding guest that saw you in action. 
they may be in your inner circle, but have yet to book you. They've had their eye on you for a while. They're probably well aware of your business, but they just recently got engaged. So this is the type of content you should be creating for them. All right. So whip out your resources and tools to align yourself as an expert and to share that you're worthy of the investment. So this is part of it too. This is kind of a little, little bonus key tip for you is these dream clients have probably been watching you for a while and they understand and they see how beautiful your work is but they may see that sticker price and think, ah, like what? Like that is just, that that could be too much, right? But with the content that you're creating, you know, sharing those resources and sharing that you're an expert in your field will really help with that worth. So I challenge you to create content that showcases your best work. Literally just make reels of your favorite wedding dresses or your favorite wedding venues or just um, a recent wedding If you don't have a large collection from your own weddings, let's say you're just kind of getting started and hopefully booking more weddings, create reels or polls for seasonal trends. Get creative to show that you're deep in the wedding industry and worth every penny. Number three, the third type of person or type of content that you should be creating are for your current clients. These are the people that are in the thick of your wedding experience. Create content for them. Just because you secured the sale doesn't mean you're done, babe. They have questions they don't even know to ask. So I suggest you provide helpful tips, inspiration, and enhance their experience. This is where that list of frequently asked questions comes in handy. I have a free resource for you in the greenhouse. You totally need to grab it. Um, It's a free guide to start answering those questions on blog posts, YouTube videos, reels, and because I just, I'm always up for a challenge. I totally challenge you to go live to answer some of those questions. So maybe you pick up a fun series and you are starting to post wedding Wednesdays or I don't know, Sunday inspiration for wedding days, like whatever it is, like it could be a weekly post, something you just do monthly, um, but go live and answer some of those frequently asked questions. They'll be so grateful and happy that they decided to work with you. Number four is past clients. Okay. So you may be thinking, what, why would I create content for my past clients? (laughs) So I know that doesn't make sense, but stay with me. Well, these people, they adore you and they enjoy their wedding experience. At at least I hope so. Right. That's, that's always the plan. Um, So give them something to talk about and reasons to share about your business. Post their testimonials. Check out episode number 30. Um, I have a whole podcast dedicated to collecting reviews so you can easily get your favorite couples to share nice things about you. Reminder, even though they may not be using your wedding services again, fingers crossed, lots of prayers that their marriage lasts, um, but you can bet that they'll be trying to convince their sisters, coworkers, and friends to book you. So keep their wedding alive by sharing their photos on your feed, and they'll be so grateful to repost and keep boosting brand awareness for you. Okay. So don't just let it stop the just testimonials. Okay. So like you could be creating content, like I said earlier about, you know, your favorite wedding bouquets and your favorite florals or bridesmaids ideas. I know there's a super cute country song going on right now, and I cannot remember the name of the singer, but it's a cute song about bridesmaids. Okay. Like you should go create that right now. Um, I'll see if I can post it, um, on my Instagram this week so we can stay in touch with that, but Definitely don't sleep on your past clients, okay? Keep them wanting to talk about you. And number five are our OGs, the family and friends. These are your people, babe. They may not be investing in your services at all or anytime soon, but they love you. 
Post about your travels, adventures, and educational experiences. They're so proud of you. Give them content and reasons to brag about you. Now, I have a quick key tip for this too. I don't know. I kind of came up with this phrase, but it's just kind of like the, oh my gosh, you know her too kind of game. Okay. So what I love to do is on Facebook posts, for example, um, and Instagram posts too. I love not just like, let's say my girlfriend from high school, just had her second baby. Okay. So instead of just liking the, the picture, I love to comment on it and I love to just say, Oh my goodness, congratulations. Right. Like it has nothing to do with my wedding photography, but what's going to happen is me just engaging with an old high school friend. Someone is going to see my name on that post and think, oh my gosh, how do you know Ashley? Right. I'm just making up a name, right? Like, how do you know that person? And so I totally encourage you to find social media posts, you know, and that's kind of a lesson that we should all be reminded of is that, you know, we want our dream clients and we want brides and grooms and wedding vendors to be posting on our stuff, but we have to go out and engage with them too. Okay. Like just because they're our friends from high school or our cousins or our old coworkers, I mean, they still need love too. They want that engagement, right? We can't only be commenting on other photographers pages and other vendors pages. Like this is real life, local people that support you and love you. So engage with them and give their friends and followers, like their networks in their circles, just outside of your own circle, a reason to think, oh my gosh, how do you know her? Okay. So that was kind of a tangent, but I hope that helps. <laughs> um, but that's just a great way going back to friends and family is to get them talking about you because they don't relate to you. They don't understand what lenses we're using. They don't understand hashtags and they don't understand how we want to spend so much money going to conferences, right? Like but they can relate to your new puppy or to a new recipe that you're doing. This is where you can add the, the type of content that makes you real, that makes you relatable and fun and makes these people, whether it be the Googlers, past clients, current clients, or dream clients want to be your friend and want to kind of stay in your circle. Now, I know there is so much information about content trends and what to post. In my experience, as long as I keep rotating through these buckets of the type of people to post for, my business grows and my calendar keeps filling with dream clients. And I don't mean just like people that pay me a lot of money, guys. Like I'm being totally honest. These are wholeheartedly genuine, fun people that just make my heart so happy. I just made my heart happy. Okay. And most importantly, I never run out of ideas or what to post. So this is what it's really about. Okay. Like you're never going to run dry of content ideas. If you're constantly circling, circling back to those type of people to post for. Now I have a blogging guide for sale in my shop that shares a ton of topics, ideas, and describes these types of content buckets even better. So even if you don't have a blog, I know this guide will help reframe your thinking when it comes to creating fun, relatable, and magnetic content. Check out the shop to find the blogging guide for photographers that hate to blog. No, really, that's what I named it. If you're feeling stuck, start there. Remember, when you're feeling kind of blah or not creative enough to create content, just post what you're doing. Share your office space, a quick day in the life of a photographer, share a real wedding day, share what's in your bag, post about your recent road trip or the Pinterest failed cake that you tried to make for your toddler. I mean, just keep it real. Keep sharing a combination of your personality, your passion, and what the heck you're actually selling. Social media is a tool. And I want to leave you today with one of my favorite quotes. You find what you look for. So if you think social media is a drag and annoying, then that's what it's going to be. 
But if you think social media as being fun, creative, and a great way to market the heck out of your business, then that's what it's going to be. I absolutely love sharing my heart, experiences, and rough around the edges opinions with you. If you have just a couple minutes, it would mean the world to me if you left a review. Hop on over to the Apple Podcast Player and leave a five-star review if that's what you're vibing with. (laughs) This passion project is officially one-year-old, and I'm so proud of what we created. It's just the beginning, babe. Please, please, please tag me in your next post if you have if you were inspired by this episode, and I'll be sure to share it. I promise. You just have to tag me and I will I will find it. Always cheering for you, babe. Keep dancing, but this time put your phone up against something and record it. <laughs> Hope you have a great day. Love you. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.